Okay, so I want to welcome now Brenda Helfridge. How are you doing today? Shahar, I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I can see a main difference between you and me. You want to know what it and is? And what's that? I'm wearing yes. a coat and you have a fan near you. <laughs> so we're right now having some snow in Utah, USA. Tell me how's the weather in Johannesburg, South Africa? Well, at the moment we have moved into autumn. So Ooh. it should be cooling down. It has cooled down, thankfully. Um, but at the moment, I think it's about 26 degrees centigrade here. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's pretty but it's hot. it's nice and warm. You can, <laughs> you can swim. And it's beautiful. Like you say, there's a fan on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I I know 72 Fahrenheit is 21 centigrade. So you're pretty hot for me. Anything above and 21 is hot for me. And it is late afternoon here. Yeah, here is so early morning. It was a lot warmer. It was a lot warmer before this. <laughs> That's good. Uh, are you a native from South Africa? Yes, born and bred in South Africa. Oh, cool. Barely ever left. And in the same city all, all your life? No, no. I've, I was born in a tiny little city called Whitbank. Uh -huh. um, and then I moved to Pretoria, which is the... Um, administrative capital of South Africa. Okay. And for the last 22 years, I've been living in Johannesburg. Oh, that's very cool. You know that South Africa is really on my bucket list, especially because of, you know, access to, to animals and I'm fanatic about animals. But I grew up with a song from Johannesburg that my father used to play all the time. Maybe you heard of that before. It went the words are going to be wrong because I don't speak the language, but it was something like Takutuga, Takudaga, Bowie, Patapata, Takutuga, Takuaga, Bowie, Patapata. Patapata is the name of the dance. Oh, and we do it Johannesburg way. Yes, Miriam Akiba. Yeah, my father yes, used to play that song. over and over and over and over. And yeah, we used to dance together. So I have very beautiful memories about that. That's so it's cool. It's a beautiful song. Yes. So, um, and uh, yes, you definitely do have to come to Johannesburg or to South Africa because oh, yes. we have a world in one country. There's such diversity. You absolutely have to do it. I bet, I bet. Actually, what if we show a little bit of your city to our folks? Good idea. Okay, let's do it. Oh, there's no sound.
When I see the food, <laughs> I say, I gotta go, I gotta go. It <laughs> looks delicious, amazing. <laughs> Very yeah. traditional food shown over there. Yes, yes. I, I'm a bit familiar with the kind of crafts uh, produced there because I actually have a, a very good friend called Sabina Zunguzi. Uh, she used to live here in Utah and now she's in the East Coast. And she runs an organization called A Gift to Africa where she teaches refugees uh, the crafts and how to improve what they already know how to make. And then, of course, she sells here and the money goes back to Africa. Uh, so I'm, oh, I'm, that's awesome. I know that the use of color uh, in, the, in the crafts and arts industry is just amazing, amazing. Now, we showed Johannesburg, but would you like to know the countries that are watching you today? <laughs> just you really to make want you to make feel me nervous. Easy. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we are welcoming to this interview US, UK, Canada, Germany, South Africa, of course South Africa, lots of South Africans here, Mexico, Netherlands, Sweden, Romania, Philippines, Japan, Australia, Denmark, Malaysia, India and Ireland to this broadcast. So welcome everybody, you're going to be amazed at what Brenda creates. Actually, she's introducing this new medium to, to her country, so she will make more, even more interesting making art. So, Brenda, tell me first, before we show anything, what, how did you get started with art as a whole? Oh, well, that's quite a story. I have always loved art. Uh, my mother says that I used to draw from the moment that I worked out which side of a pencil makes a mark. Uh-huh. And she also says that um, if new friends came to play, I used to make them draw. And if they didn't draw the way I liked them to draw, then I wouldn't play with them, which I think is a lie. I'm sure I wouldn't <laughs> have done that. Um, <laughs> so I've always loved art. And that was my aim in life. That's all that I wanted to do until I went to study art after school. Oh, and within two weeks, I knew that I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. Uh -huh. And so I, I think it could be because as artists, we are all rebels. And when you go to art school, they try to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And none of us want to be told what to do. Yes. So I flunked out of art school and I went and studied mechanical engineering instead. I worked That's in corporate very for different. 18 years. <laughs> well, in sculpting, there's quite a bit of technical stuff that goes into it. So it actually is a help. Uh -huh. uh, so I worked in corporate for 18 years. Then I pushed to be retrenched. And I've been playing with art ever since, which is now 20, no, 19 years that I've been playing with art on a wow. pretty regular basis. Uh-huh. That's funny. You know, I yes. also and went to study arts and same thing happened to me. Uh, at the beginning, I thought too many rules. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and so and I just, I couldn't. You couldn't do it. And then what happened I next? just couldn't do it, no. Um, in terms of art, mm -hmm. well, I, I tried all kinds of media. I draw and I paint a lot still. Well, not that much anymore but I do still draw and paint. I tried ceramics, which I really loved, but then um, it's quite, an, quite a thing having to fire it and then refire it. And then I decided, okay, let's work with polymer clay, which I loved doing as well. Good. And then I watched a 
Beverly Oliver course on Curious Mondo uh -huh. and discovered Featherfall. That's cool. I frantically hunted all over the country try to, trying to find some Featherfall and there wasn't any. Hmm. So somebody suggested that I contact the manufacturer, which I did. And so I have now become the South African stockist. <laughs> That's and cool. I'm loving every moment of it. That's good. And this I know is... you have some, some pieces with you that you have created. So I do. can you show me some of them? Well, if I move out of the way, you might see some behind me. Yes. I, I was actually quite curious about those. So the, all those pieces. And how long, how long have you started working with this medium? Uh, I think it is uh, just short of well, it's just over a year and a half mm -hmm. that I managed wow. to finally get the product and started working with it. So you've been busy. And I know you have some pieces very close <laughs> to you. So show me one of them. Okay. So let me just show you one. This is a mixed media um, pavapole, uh -huh. which is the wings are tissue and pavapole. Wow. transparent pavapole on yellow tissue and then the body the dress is covered in um, decorative relief which oh, is one of my absolute favorite products uh -huh. I use it wherever I can so the, she is a combination of pavapole as I've said the pavapole on the, the, the outfit relief. and the wings uh -huh. and the book is also hardened with pavapole and then the rest of her is polymer clay, Cute. so you can get. It looks the like a brownie fairy, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I might have been um, uh, inspired by that one. And then she has <laughs> teddy bear fur oh. as her hair. Cute, 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 cute. Do you have another there? So I, I, I have a lot of fairies, but I can show you something else. Okay, I want to see. And, and why you grab that, Bree saying, Brenda, don't be nervous, just friends here. <laughs> I'm actually not nervous, strangely enough. <laughs> All right, so here we have um, a mermaid. Oh, Again, look at that. decorative relief. Uh -huh. I love oh. this product. I absolutely I the adore texture. decorative relief. Yes. It is so beautiful. And then I covered the um base with pavapol as well the bronze uh -huh, uh -huh. and she has the teddy bear fur hair and uh, polymer clay body very cool very cool i love the combination of the two of them together uh-huh the pavapol yes. with the polymer well, clay and i know that last week a lot of people were asking can you combine the two well yes you definitely can uh-huh <laughs> yes that's true i remember that question actually now, I, 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 I love to show that you, you one more. Oh, yes, as many as you want. I just want to show you one more. This one is a little lightning bug. Oh. And here you've got the standard uh, pepper pole draping. But, oh, and I use pepper pole on his legs and to make his hat. Beautiful. But this one is special because I use decorative relief <gasps> in his bottom and it lights up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. So what I did with this was <laughs> I used a little water balloon and I covered it with decorative relief with transparent and then put little LEDs into it. Isn't he sweet? Look. It's gorgeous. Up. I have a thing for bugs. <laughs> 
I don't like them when they are around my hair, but I love bugs. I, I that's a that's a gorgeous idea. Uh, Brenda, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I see a course in the... It's that moment, you know, the, the moment that I get some inspiration and say, maybe a course would be cool. Very good. Okay, well, if you like, if you like bugs, then I uh -huh. have to show you another one. Okay. Uh, this one is another very much a decorative relief one, the wings. Wow. Are made from decorative relief. So if I bring it a little bit closer, maybe you can see it's, the wings it's nicely. Decorative if relief I can work out which way. On top of something? Yes, just just decorative relief, which I cut out into the shapes of the wing uh -huh. and then hardened with bronze and then I painted it. And you painted. Wow. So this is my moth lady. Uh -huh. Madam Moth. Oh my gosh. I Teddy have a bigger thing again for moths. And I have Wow. No. <laughs> okay, so there's one more bug that I need to show you. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one is Lady Ladybug. You get Madam Butterfly. Oh, this one is Ladybug. Look at that. This, <laughs> this is also Pepperpole, but it was um I just used uh uh Pepper wrappers, which I put onto a balloon, uh -huh. a and then too. put many layers. Yes, on a balloon, so that I could get the shape. Gorgeous. And then her her outfit is also made with pepperpole. I love and, it, Brenda. And fabric. So I do I, do the draping sometimes. I know we are going to show a lot of your pieces, but I have to tell you already, these are my favorites. And I'm not kidding when I say <laughs> I love moths. Look what I have on my table today. Look at this. And yes, also, I did see that. That's so it's also gorgeous. Paul. I love moths. I embroider them. I make them in all kinds of shapes. The funny thing is, I've never seen more than a tiny one in real life. So still things to conquer here, seeing them, the beautiful big ones in other places. I have a few comments from, for you. Bree saying, so fun learning about things from all over the world. Joe, Rebecca, we should start an art school dropout club. I'll run, I'll, I'll run for the board. Uh, Rina, please show us your bat people. You have bat people too? Oh, of course. Okay, let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you might have seen um, the so-called Batman uh -huh. on the whole franchise. This is the real Batman. I mean, how do you have a Batman who doesn't have wings? True. So, <laughs> so this it is made, very complicated, actually. You can't have a Batman without leather wings. So the the leather wings here that I've got on him are hardened with pepperpole. I use transparent pepperpole. It's proper natural leather that I use there. Mm -hmm. And um, bats need to have really good claws. Uh -huh. because they have to be able to hang on to the um, perch at night. Yeah. So you'll and, see his toenails. Up, down, my, upside down as well. Yeah. My oh, son hates his toenails, but his <laughs> toenails are necessary. Otherwise, he can't yes. properly grip when he's sleeping at night. So uh -huh. there we have again, very mixed media. I've got the polymer clay for his legs, his hands, and his very head. Very cool. Teddy bear fur as a body covering, and then the Pavapol um, hardened wings and Pavapol covered base. 
Nice, very cool. So I have a whole family. I have Batman, Bat Grandpa, Bat Grandma, Bat Woman. Uh -huh. Oh, I should probably show you my Bat Children because they're quite cute. Oh yes. Yes, Bat Boy. Oh, look at that Bat Boy. <laughs> I like his. So face. I don't know. I don't know who told him a joke, but he seems to think something is hilarious. I think he might be laughing at his sister who's trying to skip with a skipping rope. Uh -huh. So here she is. She's learning to skip with a skipping rope. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and I think he thinks it's hilarious. And, and her wings are quite cool, too. Very they cool. They are also leather. Yes. Also leather. And there's pepper pole with pepper plast over here on uh -huh. the uh, wing struts. Hmm. Pepper pole hardened skipping rope. Very cool. <laughs> I love Very the product. Cool. I love it. I love it. Yes, I and, and I think you found many creative ways of using it. Susan Barr is asking, what is decorative relief? Is it also power pole? So I know you have a tutorial about that that we are going to show later, correct? So what if yes. we answer this question a little later what do you say we can or, do that or are you eager to answer it's up to you well i can answer the that part is it pepper pole yes. yes it is one of the pepper pole products and i believe that it is made from bamboo so it's oh, a natural um uh, textured sheet that uh -huh. you can use on products but you'll see it better in the little demo Awesome. And what do you say that before we show them more pieces, we take a look in your studio, because I know you have prepared a studio tour for, for us. Let's take okay, a look. It's not much of a tour, but yes, okay. please go ahead. Let's so. Let's watch. <laughs> so this is my studio where I work, as well as where I train my people. They are I do paint. Tons of unfinished <laughs> work. I normally would cover all of these tables with plastic when I have people coming. So, in total, I can accommodate about six people. On this little table over here, I would normally put examples of what we're going to be doing. This time I've just got a few of the pava scrub or granite items. And there we have it. That's all there is to it. Space for classes, isn't it? Can you hear me, Brenda? She froze a little bit, but while we get her, I have a few. Are you there now? Yes? Okay, I don't have sound here. Uh, Bree is saying all those pieces are so cute. Joe Rebecca, so great, so great having all this exposure to artists from all around the world. Uh, Bree wants to know, Brenda, did you harden the leather wings with Pover Paul? Yes, I did. I used transparent Pover Paul on all of them. That's cool. Now, Brenda, I know you sent us the video of your studio this morning because you had an unfortunate event happening, correct? <laughs> Yes, I did. What happened? We had a lot of rain. We had an enormous amount of rain and the ceiling in my studio collapsed. Oh. So I've had people here until 
just earlier today, probably two hours ago, uh -huh. um, repairing my ceiling, painting the ceiling. Wow. Yeah, because I can smell the paint. Yeah. <laughs> but as a result, I haven't shown you any of my products because I had to move them all down into the garage oh. and I haven't moved them back yet. Yes, of course. But it, uh, did it damage any of your pieces? No, fortunately not. Okay. I was very lucky with that. Good, good, mm. good, good, good. Yeah, so then we fix the ceiling and we move on, correct? And we carry on, absolutely. Webby Sheila is saying, Brenda, you're such a multi-talented artist. And you, what I've seen so far, it's amazing. I want to so, show some pictures of your, of your pieces and you are welcome to comment on them as we show. Is that okay? Let's show okay. about five. Yes. Okay. Do you see it? This one, I was experimenting with lace. You can probably tell. She's got various lace bits all over her. And I used some um, color shift paint on her as well, just to see what happens if I paint over the bronze. And I really like the way it turned out. Uh -huh. Oh, everybody should know this one. <laughs> this is what I did for the... Um, have a pulse, uh, I mean, fiber symposium. Yes, the and fiber symposium. It, yes, and this, it's amazing the beautiful work that has come from this that I've seen since then, where everybody has tried their hand at it. I really, really, I'm very impressed. Mm -hmm. So your symposiums do work. Yes. <laughs> this is one of my very easy, um, short courses that I offer. Just a lady with um, first using black and then using transparent in the color of their color of choice. And then it turns out so beautifully. It's gorgeous. Oh, my tall people. <laughs> <laughs> I, this was two of my, these were actually two of my very early ones. They were probably about the third or fourth ones that I made, but uh, I, I fell in love with Pavapol so quickly that I just, I loved doing it. And these guys made me love it even more because <laughs> they came out so effectively. Yes, I like them. Oh, the old lady. This is, in fact, my second Pavapol thing that I made. Her okay. outfit is Pavapol. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 obviously the polymer clay I did, but her outfit and hair is both Pavapol. I used uh, Pavapol cotton for her hair and then just stiffened cotton for her dress mm -hmm. and and apron. Very cool. Ooh, I like this one as well. I used lace and then I also used a mixture of pavapol and pavaplast and pavasand, which I mixed into, I rubbed over everything. So he eventually looked like stone with the lace carving patterns in him. He actually came out very beautifully. I am very impressed with him. He's got um, polymer clay feet and plastic eyes, but everything else is purple. Very cool, very cool. I love them, they're great. Now, Brenda, I know you, you haven't, you, you, you started, you said a, a year and a half ago. Uh, have you had any chance to sell or put your work in, in galleries or are you in the process of doing that? Yes, I'm in the process of doing it. I have sold, I actually did a market 
and did sell some stuff there but cool. i don't really like doing markets i find it soul destroying sitting there uh -huh. hearing people saying they could do better and their child <laughs> who's five could make a better project oh, yeah. <laughs> i really i i just can't stand that and there don't seem to be any art walks in south africa the thing okay. that you mention often um, it's quite so common, i haven't done that quite common where beverly is right the art walks yes where she lives yes. in canada yeah so I do have a gallery that I am, I have been speaking to, so I should be getting my stuff in there pretty soon. Uh -huh. And I have got my stuff up on Etsy. Very cool, very cool. So what about, hopefully uh, I will be... Go ahead, sorry. Hopefully I'll be doing like uh, Veronica Ulofi and sending a lot of my things to the US. Oh yeah. I have previously sold I've previously sold drawings and I can't even remember what, but I have sold things and most of my um buyers have been American. Uh-huh. So hopefully my Peverpole things will be going across there too. That's very cool. And what about classes? I know of course as a distributor you give classes and certifications, but uh the COVID got in the way for sure, like it did with all of us. Yeah. So what are your plans now moving forward? So firstly, I do um, offer online classes as well. So the process there is you register to do an online class and then I courier all of the product over to you. Then we all meet up at the appointed time and date and we do an online class. Uh, actually, I did one. Okay. Um, I want to show you my one. This one was an online class. Oh, beautiful. But the um, work that the other people did was so vastly different. It was amazing. And every <laughs> single one of them had the most beautiful product you can imagine. Their, their final sculpture was absolutely stunning. I was so very impressed. Uh-huh. That's very cool. Which is very the case cool. with any class that you give. People do put their own spin on things. I, I hope you're asking them to send you pictures of their work because it's going to be an amazing portfolio at some point. They did. Awesome, they did. awesome, cool. But that is, that is the way that I'm getting past the lockdown issue. Mm -hmm. um, we can do courses from the comfort of your own home. Yes, exactly, exactly. But, uh, I, 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 for me, it's always a very different experience, right? So ideally, in the near future, you will have both. Uh, because the, the being there, you know, getting the, the hands dirty with everybody else is also very unique. And being there close to you so they can rub shoulders with you uh, is very, <laughs> is always very fun. But the online experience can be very interesting as well, especially because you're sending the products so they have everything there. So I think it's going to work just fine. Uh, a few other comments here and a few questions. Uh, Susan Barsen, glad you were safe, Brenda. Bree, oh no, collapsed the studio roof. Awful. Glad nothing was damaged. Brenda, lace lady, was in her head, what is her head made from? Um, I cut the shape out of um cardboard i'm just trying to remember if i covered it with anything okay i i cut it 
the shape out with cardboard and then I put uh, Pevapol with Pevaplast on it and then I put the lace on. Very cool. And I just want to remind you guys from two things. First of all, if you uh, want to ask any questions to Brenda, use the chat box or the comment box. We are monitoring everywhere we are broadcasting to. And you see some uh, websites at the bottom of the video. So the first one is for the US only, PowerPowerAmerica.com. PowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerPowerP
What if we see some other pictures of your work? Okay. Let's see the first one. Oh, that's oh, there we bad go. Guy. That's, that's bad the lady. bad guy. Oh, bad woman. lady. Oh. Yes. Same thing there. Paverpole hardened leather wings and Paverpole on the base. Okay. Do we have another? Let's see. Oh, another fairy. <laughs> and there again, you have the decorative relief and the wings once more made with tissue and Paverpole, transparent Paverpole, and then painted a little bit. Oh, a night at the opera. Oh. Uh, lots of draped pavapole there, draped with fabric, all the bronze. I love the bronze and the snooty look. Oh, no, here is also uh, pavacotton. Mm. Very, very fancy. <laughs> That's the same fairy. Oh, that the fairy again. Oh, some birds. So these are stone um, birds. They're made from polystyrene balls, tinfoil, and then paperpole products to make it look like stone. And these guys have been in my garden for a long time. Well, I see the only have problem some, I have with some live ones in the background as well. I do. I, well, I can I can hear some birds. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're cheering. Yeah. So these ones are in your garden, correct? Well, they are they here now, but they have spent a long time in the garden. That's very cool. Brenda, so you mentioned the relief quite a few times. Tell me a little bit um, mm -hmm. about that, and then we will go to the, to the tutorial. Well, um, the relief, I use it because of the amazing um, texture that you get from it. Uh, as you've seen with the moth, that one I did, I just cut out and used it as it was. But the rest of it, you stretch it out and you place it on your sculpt and end up with really stunning um, texture. Here we have another fairy you can see along uh -huh. her dress. The texture is just so stunning. I, I have to force myself not to use it because it is just so amazing. Yes, how it is. beautiful it ends up looking. I love the stuff. Uh -huh. so, Very cool. And the wings again, hard as rock and it's made out of tissue. <laughs> very, very cool. So let's watch that tutorial. And I have to tell you guys, this is a very quick tutorial that Brenda has uh, prepared for us. It's supposed to introduce you to the possibilities that you have around the relief. So it's not a full class or full tutorial, but I bet you're going to understand much more how the relief can be used and be really inspired. So let's watch. When I was asked to do short pivotal demo on one of the products that they have, I was at an absolute loss. Pufferpole has such amazing products. Which one should I choose? Then I decided I use their relief decoration in so many of my sculpts. I absolutely adore this. It's so versatile, it's so beautiful, and it's really easy to use. So I thought, all right, I think I will show you how I added to one of my sculpts. So here we have a sculpture that I have prepared. I've put 
uh, cling wrap onto her face. She's got a, a polymer clay face and shoulder section, and then or chest place, I think it's called, and um, teddy bear fur for hair. So I've covered that with cling wrap so that when I start using the powder pole on the sculpt, it's not going to mess her up a lot. I'm going to, I have prepared her body, which is an armature made of wire and then bulked up with tin foils till I had the shape that I want. I've then put a wrap of powder wrappers over the entire body and then painted a layer of just neat gray paper pole onto it. This is enough preparation for me to start using the uh, paper pole relief decoration. So let us start. So what you're going to need for this, as with any paper pole product, some kind of protection to your um, work surface. I've got a normal rubbish bag. You are going to need a spray bottle with water, just ordinary water. You will need some relief decoration and have a pole. And that's all you're going to need. Oh, sorry, you need the, the whatever you're going to be decorating with it. And a bucket of water to clean your hands regularly. And that's everything that you're going to need. So let us start. First thing to do is to prepare your decorative relief. So I like the edges to be quite organic and natural. So I leave it exactly as it is on the sheet that I've received, that I've bought. And then using the spray bottle, you just damp, lightly dampen it. And this makes it um, a little bit weaker, so you can actually rip in theory, you can rip <laughs> the relief decoration off the larger sheet. Uh, okay, a little bit more water. Then, taking the piece that you have ripped off, you can stretch it a little. And this is what you're going to be putting onto the sculpt. The other thing that I should have done in advance is to stir my paper pole. I'll do that now. So having stretched it out a little, not terribly much because you're going to be stretching it more once it's on your sculpt, you dip the piece into just plain paper pole. I'm using grey. When I say dip, I actually mean spread paper pole onto it and make sure that it's saturated right through the um, decorative relief. Then you place it onto your sculpt. And this gives your sculpture an incredibly beautiful um, texture. I like to spread it out a little bit with a toothpick and I will continue adding little pieces like this until her whole body is covered.
Once it's dry with a method of dry brushing, we bring out all the details of this beautiful texture and then she will be a beautiful sculpt. Just look at how those, those little pieces look already. Isn't that gorgeous? And so through the magic of pre-recording, her whole body has been covered. She's got quite an awesome texture all over the place. And she's dry. So now it is time to highlight everything with some paint. I'm going to be using various shades of green because she's a fairy, uh, I mean a flower spirit. So starting with very dark green we're going to be doing what is called dry brushing. So I have a little bit of green here on a piece of paper. Take it, uh, am I going to use this brush? Yes. Take a tiny bit on the brush and then take it all off the brush. Now we're going to apply it by going across the texture of the decorative relief. This way we're only really picking up the high points. I'll continue this with various shades of green until she looks exactly the way I want her to. And you can see how beautifully the texture is brought up by the paint. Let me get a little bit of lighter green here so that you can see it a bit better. Same thing, put on the brush and take it off. Look at that texture appearing. Isn't that gorgeous? I absolutely love this decorative relief. But then, I love all of Pavapol's products. Alright, so I'm going to carry on dry brushing. And so there you have it. Dry brushed, beautiful texture visible. And this is why I love decorative relief. Looks very plant like. This is supposed to be the stem of my flower. And you'll see once she's mounted on her piece of wood. With her flower headdress, you'll see that it works beautifully. So there we have her, my fairy dryad. With her headdress and her beautifully textured body.
see why I love this product. It's awesome. Look at that texture. Isn't it beautiful? Very cool. Very cool. Uh, this is your last chance to ask questions. So if you have any final questions to Brenda, send them over and I'll ask her. So I, you have the, the, the figure there, Brenda? I do. Oh, let's see. I do indeed. Uh-huh. Very cool. And this is also a new product. This is the new white pepper pole. They Ooh. didn't have white before. You so got I that. Used that. I used it on her headdress. Very cool. I thought she would make a pretty good daisy. It's really white. I like that. Ours is in the sea somewhere. We are, we are getting it here. <laughs> so I'm excited to try. I like it. It's very, very bright white. Very good. Yes, very it's cool. very white. And there we have the texture. And the reason I like to use gray is because you can see it gives it more shadows uh -huh. when you actually do the highlighting. Now, I did notice that people are asking what kind of paint. I just used ordinary um, acrylic paint because this sculpt will never go outside mm -hmm. because of her teddy bear fur hair. Okay. So it's an so inside sculpture. I just used this is an inside sculpture, yes. I have a few questions for you. The first one is about the birds you showed before. Elena wants to know, what do you use for armature inside the outdoor birds? Um, polystyrene balls and tin foil with uh, masking tape. That's it. Joe Rebecca, it. Is, is the relief decoration fiber almost soft like fabric? It is hard when you get it, but when you dampen it, then it does become very, very soft. And I see somebody says it's willow bark, it's not bamboo. <laughs> oh. My mistake. Okay. Uh, Pixie Heaven saying, I love the texture. Sue Keener, uh, will acrylic paint stick to wrappers or only power pole paints stick to wrappers? Um, no, I use acrylic paint. If it's an indoor sculpt, then I'm quite happy to use uh, acrylic paint. I use have a color when it's going to be an outdoor sculpt because it's weatherproof. But I use normal acrylic paint for indoor things. Mm -hmm. So for most things, so whatever the, the acrylic you have would work. Uh, so, yes, Brenda, can you use clear power pole on polymer clay after baked? I do. I do, yes. Very cool. Okay. You have something that you want to say? I'm just thinking, um, I'm not 100% sure what she means. To, would she cover the, poly, the polymer clay? Um, I actually don't use much of it on the clay itself because from this point downwards, it was, as you saw in the demo, she was um, covered with paper wrappers and that was onto tinfoil and masking tape. So I'm not quite sure what she means by using clear um, paper pole on polymer clay. Maybe she can just elaborate a little bit. So, for example, if she bakes a head uh, uh, and she wants to wrap a hat here with, with something oh. related to power, oh, yes. she do it? Yes, um, I have done that. 
um, my apple seller has got um, paper cotton and that's just directly onto the paper pole head the using polymer. clear paper pole onto the sorry onto the polymer clay head using paper pole uh-huh clear paper pole with the paper cotton I believe so, we yes, have a, a few more pictures to, to show of your, no? So do you have any more pieces that you want to show or any final words to okay. the folks so here today? So as, as a result of Lisa's Liz, class, I had to try the paper scrub. Oh, yes. So I did birds, just like she showed us. And I love the way they turned out. Can't uh -huh. believe that this is tinfoil and wood it looks like actual granite um that also led me to make a bunny Ooh. so this is the uh, terracotta paper scrub but then i decided it was too late light so i mixed paper color with um josephine varnish matte varnish i mixed some terracotta and did a coat and then i mixed brown and put another coat on so I think that he'll be fine in the garden. I haven't put him out there yet because he hasn't cured long enough, but he will be going out next week and I'm going to see how well he actually handles it outside. Cool. And then of course, a wine bottle. Thank you, Liz, <laughs> for your course. <laughs> how pretty. So I, there are so many products that you can use. I mean, that you can make amazing things with Pavapol. Um, It's pretty obvious why I'm addicted. Very cool. Uh, Rose Pontillo wants to know, does the clay get sealed with the clear? The clay? Mm -hmm. Oh, so she wants to use clear Pavapol to seal it with. I've never done that. What I have done, however, is I use the Josephine varnishes to seal my polymer clay. So I, depending the um, the flesh sections of the the um, sculpts, I will use the very matte varnish, mm -hmm. and it works beautifully on paper pole and I mean on polymer clay. And if you need to clean the sculpt, you just put it under um, running water, and that cleans the sculpt. So I've never tried to use pepper pole. Oh. What's there? I lie. I have. <laughs> this one is a polymer clay head that I then painted with bronze. Bronze pepper pole. Okay. So I have used um, pepper pole on polymer clay. And it, it works That's beautifully. Uh-huh. So you see, yet again, I'm using the decorative relief. I love this stuff so much. I use it everywhere. Uh -huh. And this is also decorative relief turned into a butterfly. Butterfly, yeah. And you it's really just like decorative relief. relief with, yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Uh -huh. So yes, I have put um, Pavapol directly onto polymer clay mm -hmm. and it, it sticks beautifully. I think there's another artist I've seen who does it as well. Mm -hmm. I can't pronounce her name, <laughs> but I have seen that there are things that she has made and then she's painted with particularly bronze that she's painted over the polymer clay and it's beautiful. Yes.
Yeah, that's what attracts me to to all these mediums uh, concerning PowerPoint, is the, that you can really combine with mediums that you already know and master, right? So mm -hmm. you can combine with polymer clay. Uh, Liz show what she did with aluminum foil. Uh, so there are so many, many, many possibilities. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to ignore what I make here and start a new journey. No, I'm going to combine these two roads and take to a different destination. And that's what's so fun about it because, you know, you can create and you can express yourself in different ways with it. I I have fully embraced mixed media uh -huh. and it is specifically because of Pavapol that I'm doing that. Before that, I used to be very elitist. Oil paintings are oil paintings and uh -huh. acrylic paintings are acrylic paintings. But now I'm mixed mediums all over the place. All I over, use yeah. whatever I can think of and just put them all together and it works brilliantly. That's good. That's good. Uh, Pixie's saying, Brenda, I really enjoyed your interview and seeing all of your sculptures. The demo was awesome. Thank you. Joe, Rebecca, Brenda, Thank you, great Pixie. seeing you. You rocked this demo. Thank you so much. <laughs> Suzanne Bars, Brenda, thank you so much for showing us and whetting my appetite. Brie, Brenda, ah, thank good. you for sharing your art. Loved seeing and hearing about where you live. I always look forward for the next to your next project. Sue Keener, thank you for all the information. Such a joy to watch. Barbara Feltz, have you tried sculpting a face with rose clay? I have, but I'm not really good enough yet. I, um, I think it's the speed with which it dries. I've made various roses and things like that, but the face ended up looking like it had cracks in it. I do... Um, quite often use rose clay for the feet. So here I've used rose clay. Uh -huh. uh, he's also got rose clay feet. Uh-huh. So nice. I, I do use an end. The, the rose clay is incredibly hard. It is like rock. It's, uh -huh. I, I don't think I've ever come across a clay that, so hard. Uh, that dries that hard. Um, where was uh, I can't remember. There was another one. Oh, my moth. Where's my moth? I've lost my moth. You've lost okay. the moth. My moth. <laughs> you probably organized to get it because yeah, you like them so much. Fly to the US. <laughs> <laughs> she also has really pretty feet that uh -huh. I've made with the rose clay. With but rose clay. I, I think now I can try faces again. Because I think it was just a case of inexperience, but now I've worked with rose clay quite a lot more, so I probably will be trying faces again quite soon. I think the reason that I've stuck with polymer clay is because I've spent quite a few years working with it, and so I'm comfortable with it. But I, I think it's time that I try a face in rose clay again. Uh, Stephanie P. saying, thank you, Brenda, for sharing your fabulous art with us and telling us some tips. Uh, Webby Sheila, I can only dream of having half your skill and talent, but you were very inspiring for me and I might just try it anyway. Brenda, oh my word, how did you make those beautiful leaves that you show in the guy, in the tree guy? Um, those are um, cardstock that I cut into the shape of leaves, bent, and then put layers of Pavapol with Pavaplast. I think it was two layers on both sides and then painted green. Pixie Heaven wants to know, can the polymer clay go outdoors if it's covered 
in power pop brands? Yes. Yes. Craft the reason I don't put mine outdoors is because of the fur that I use on them and the fur won't the stand up very well. Yeah. Mm. Crafter, thank you, Brenda, for such a wonderful interview. Appreciate seeing the range of your projects. Thanks, Shahar, for inter your interviewing style. They don't teach this interview style in broadcasting industry either. <laughs> I think every course I took, I had to change something. Uh, Jacqueline Patrick, great class. I now have so many ideas. So, Brenda, uh, when do you plan to start again in-person classes? Well, I'm in discussion with somebody who's got um, studio space for me, which is a lot more central. And she's looking at middle of May, maybe into June. And so I'm hoping that I'm going to be doing a lot of courses there. But in the meantime, if anybody's interested, they must just contact me, do it via my website, and we can see if we can set something up. I'd love to teach you right here in my studio. The yeah, ceiling is up, it's safe, <laughs> so you can come. New ceiling, no problem. But uh, the online <laughs> classes, you give group classes or an individual classes as well? What's the format there? I've done group. Okay. I personally prefer doing group classes mm -hmm. because the, the group dynamics that happen, even if the people are not in the same room together, there's still group dynamics that are happening. So um, even with online, I've done four people at a time because otherwise the screen gets a little bit too crowded. <laughs> and then what I do is I put all of the products together. I'm not sure if I've told you yet. I put all of the products together and I courier it off to the person who's going to be doing the class. And then nice. at the appointed time, we all get together, turn our laptops on and we get dirty together and make amazing stuff. That's very cool. Brenda, thank you so much for being here. And I bet, give some time, this is going to be a whole new trend in South Africa, right? Because your pieces are <laughs> gorgeous. So. Yes, the pieces are gorgeous. The, the medium provides so many possibilities. I think you have a very successful career ahead of you. So thank you so much. And of course- Thank you for inviting me. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to invite you to give a course now. Just wait. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know more about Brenda's classes and the products in South Africa, the place to go is mudcraft.co.za slash powerpaw. It's in the bottom of your screen. If you live in another country, you want to go to powerpaw.com, click on distributors, and you're going to see the list. There is somebody near you. And in the U.S., a, powerpoweramerica.com leads you to our store for PowerPoint products. 